0: hey guys it's tuesday taco tuesday i'm your host Lynn antwi welcome to 90 day the melanated way tonight we're talking all things 90 day bears all and this episode was a doozy but let's get some housekeeping out of the way first want to give a shout out to mary tenny Ridella, linda lydia Devin, brianna crystal nicole Jean, Amanda, and Jolisa, Shout out to you guys. I appreciate your your support. You're supporting this page, all of it. I appreciate you guys so much. We did have an interview scheduled for eight o'clock and our regular show was going to be at nine o'clock. However, Evelyn had a last minute conflict. She was flying up to Vegas for work. So we're having our show at a regular time, eight o'clock. So welcome. Hey, live chat. So, I love Bears All. I want to start there. I love it. I love the format of it. I love Sean's new personality. I really feel like this is more of her arena than like the other tell-alls because with the other tell-alls, I feel like it was so rigid. And here she's able to show her personality a little bit more. And because of that, it makes the show a lot better. I don't know what you guys think, but definitely let me know in the comments. Let me know in the live chat, but it's just way better. So this week, we got the opportunity to talk with and see Robert and Annie. We got to see, um, who else? Jenny and Summit. And then we also got to see, Mike. well, not Mike, but Natalie. So I want to talk all about it. Let's start with Robert and Annie. You know, these two have just grown over, over the years. They've grown on me. They've grown together. They've just grown. I love seeing them on Pillow Talk. I love how their relationship is now. And it's like so, hey, Belly. Hey, girl. Hey. It's like so funny. So they start off, Bear's All, with uh, some backstory and the, Annie's pregnancy. And we find out that they film the pregnancy, like the whole thing, and it's going to be on their other show, 90 Day Diaries, and watching that whole journey. And they talked a little bit, and I think it's important to talk about having a baby, first time baby, pregnant, the pain that that comes with, as well as you're having it in the middle of a worldwide pandemic. So yeah, I'm sure that there's going to be some fear there. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be, you know, some uncertainty there. And then to top it all off, it's being filmed. There's cameras everywhere. So I was like, yeah, that's gotta be difficult. And you know, who wants to be filmed when you're like, oh, in pain. So baby's overdue we find out from the show um and they finally get to the hospital and annie's in labor for 18 hours and nothing's happened so no baby yet just filming and Robert filming camera in her face and you can see her in the bed like in pain and Sean asks her about that like did it bother you that Robert had a camera in your face the whole time and she's like well you know he films everything and I think that in that moment, she wasn't really thinking about the camera, she was thinking about being in labor. And we find out that baby Brenda, so it's Brenda Aaliyah, which is also, let me address this first. So their baby's name is Brenda Aaliyah and social media goes crazy because uh, somewhere last year, they said that they were gonna call her Aaliyah, but her name is Brenda Aaliyah. And I noticed that even Sean, uh, at the end of their segment, said, you know, all the best with Brenda. So Brenda Aaliyah is her full name. Are they calling her Brenda? Are they calling her Aaliyah? Or both. Or maybe it's all interchangeable. But I know that people, the 90 Day Fans, take it super seriously. Anytime I post anything and call her Brenda Aaliyah, they're like, no, her name is Aaliyah. Her name is Aaliyah. And I'm like, well, it's actually Brenda Aaliyah. And that's what they call her, Brenda Aaliyah. So maybe that will squash this beef. What do you guys think? Belly's asking, is she still keeping the baby hidden? Yes. So we haven't seen the baby yet. People are super wanting to see the baby, wanting to see Brenda. And, you know, take your time, girl. Do what you got to do. I'm not even mad at it. I think that the more she waits, the more people want to see. And then people start having these crazy conspiracy theories. Like, I've heard it all. Belly, I've heard it all. I've heard it all that... There's a birth defect and that she's doing this for attention, that she wants money, all this stuff. Maybe she's just a mom. She knows how rabid some of the 90 Day fans are. And and y'all, some of you guys are just mean, like mean-spirited, mean, like you come online to say mean things. And I can understand her wanting to protect her child from the nonsense. I mean- I remember watching a live that Robert did talking about this very thing on why they're not so pushed to show pictures of their baby. Hey Lydia. Hey girl. Hey. And you know, he said, he referred to what the fans have done to um, Devon's baby, what they've done to um, just a lot of the other cast members and how, you know yes the kids are on the show but i always say the kids are off limit but some people don't heat that and they say whatever they want hey miss uh, elite hola como estas yeah so i can understand what they're saying like yo we're not going to expose our brand new baby and her being a first-time mom to the nonsense until we're ready i totally get that what i don't get is people's like ravid ravid I just made up my own word. Their rabid need to see the, the baby. Like, calm down. When she's ready, you'll meet her. And in the meantime, just enjoy the fact that they're enjoying their baby. So we find out at, as of the time of the airing that Brenda Lee is four months old and she's named after Robert's mom. And Robert and Annie both say that she looks exactly like Robert's mom. So I think that that's kind of really sweet. Um, and... They talked a little bit about adjusting to being a family now. And Robert was a little like, yeah, now all Aunt Annie's attention is on Brenda, Leah, and it used to be on me. And I was like, yeah, that sounds about right. New mom, new baby, new family. You got to adjust, right? And babies have needs and new babies have more needs. So, But Robert should know that because Robert has a bunch of babies, right? So this he's not new to the rodeo. he He's got a bunch of babies. Um, so I thought that, that was interesting and I want to ask you guys uh, after I talk about this, what your thoughts are. So they did a flashback and you know, one of the sections that they do on Bears all is called Too Hot for TV and they throw it back to Annie's birthday when they went to the strip club. And what I love about Bears all, which I really feel and I've said this before, it ha- it's like a companion piece to 90 Day Fiance because they show all the unedited footage that they didn't show in the show. And as you guys remember, when that tell-all leaked and it was 10 hours, that was way better than the edited version of the tell-all, in my opinion. It was so good because you got to actually see the cast just really say what they meant and unedited, right? So the moments that probably couldn't air, the moments that didn't fit the narrative are always trash, but at the same time, that's the stuff that we want to hear, the juicy details and the cracks below. So uh, this is what this was, the two lock for TV. And (laughs) they went to the strip club. And I just wrote down bootylicious. So Annie loves sex clubs or sex clubs. Annie loves sex, she said. And Annie also loves strip clubs. And so she was having a great old time. And she got lap dance. Uh, there was this balloon scene, y'all. I need to, you to use your imagination. And I'll say that the balloon is like my water bottle. Okay, so use your imagination. They showed that. Hey, Radella. They showed that. And the scene was Wild. It was wild. It was, it was, I was shocked, like I was shocked with the David and Annie uh, Bears All segment. <clears throat> I was shocked. Lydia says, Annie is bi, she just doesn't want to say it out loud. Do you think so? Miss Elite said, ooh, my clutching my pearls, girl, yes. Clutch your pearls because again, this was the balloon that the dancer, this was the balloon. That's all I'll they showed it the dancer. And Robert made a funny joke because he was like, yeah, I was kind of tired that day, but I'll tell you what, that balloon scene, that woke me up. Y'all, I laughed, I laughed, I laughed, I laughed. So we see Annie getting lap dances, smacking booties. Now, here's the thing that I didn't know about Robert. Robert kind of came off as a prude. He kind of comes off as a prude. Do y'all believe that? Miss in the cabaret at 10 pounds. Listen. Listen, Miss Elite, listen. That little scene was all the business. So Robert, he's kind of like a little bit prudish. And I think it they match, because Annie's more like free-spirited, open sexually. And Robert's kind of like buttoned, not even buttoned up. He's just prudish, like closed off. And so when they talked about the strip club, they had a fight, apparently, um, after the next day. And I remember this scene, but I don't remember the unedited footage. But when they went to the cafe, you guys, do you remember that? And Robert's like, are you like a freak? Are you like, do you like women? Have you ever been with women? And she's basically, yeah, I, I've been with women. And she said way more than basically, yeah, she uh, she's had some business. She's played around. She's been curious and she's done you know all of it and robert was shocked by that he's like i don't want that in my household i don't want that around my son i was like calm down you asked her a question she answered she then offered and how many women do you know are going to offer their man do you want to do a threesome and he's like no Okay, Robert, calm down. She's asking you because clearly you're curious. And so she's responding to your curiosity. And I got to tell you, you got a real one there for her to be like, hey, yeah, like, let's do it if if that's what you're into. Um, Belly says, Robert is playing for the cameras. He's been around with how many kids he has. I want to get to that. I want to get to that soon, Belly. And Lydia agrees. And also, he realized that it costs money to be a player. I wish he was more empathetic. He needs to calm down. It's not like Annie's bringing a stripper home. Exactly. So he's acting. Let's talk about it right now. So he's acting like he's not been there. He doesn't do that. He's not about that. He actually even said he is in his 40s now. He wants to be a one-woman uh, man, a husband, a father, and just settle down. He said he used to run with the boys. The wolf pack, he calls them. But I really think it's about this, you guys. I think that when I watched it and I was watching him being so like uptight about sex and um, their sex life and her history and his history. Um, hi Peter. Thanks. You're new, welcome. You're beautiful and love your Instagram. Why thank you, Peter. Um, I think this. I okay, so you know how? Okay, I'm gonna do a story. Here's the story. First and foremost, I'm totally like <laughs> spiritual, believe in God, all that stuff. Side note. But do you ever, have you ever known someone or met someone or grew up with someone who was like buck wild, like running the streets, you know, the word they use and I don't know if I can use it, but I'll try to like the puta of your group. Okay. Cause there's always one in a group and that guy or a girl and that person runs amok. You don't know where that person's been, and you know that that's who they are, but you love them anyway, right? So then they have, like, their come-to-Jesus moment, and all of a sudden they're, like, Bible-thumping. They don't drink. They don't smoke. They don't cuss. You know, they don't do – and they have this whole list, and, like, they're preaching at you every five seconds. And you're looking at them like, hey, yeah, I'm I'm glad that you, you know, found – your spirituality but don't forget that i know who you were like yesterday and i get that we all grow and all of that stuff but do you know what i mean like that person that's like way hey crystal way like they were one way one day and then the next day the opposite way and then they start preaching to you like yo calm down that's how i feel like robert is being a little bit like robert you can't say that you were not like a freak you can't say that you ran with the wolf pack you ran the streets and quote unquote broke buildings you have like six kids by what five six different baby mamas you can't say you can't have that history and then be like no 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 three sons no no no." you can't be that way sounds crazy you could be like hey I get it I used to be that way but I'm no longer that way I get that but you can't be all like No, that's too much for me. You know what I mean? Like, it's stupid. I think it's stupid. But I also think it's hilarious because, like, those babies had to come from somewhere. And they came from you. And there's a lot of baby mamas out there that we don't even know. So there's that part. So then (laughs) Sean's face, by the way, throughout this whole thing cracks me up. Because you can tell she's more conservative. So her talking about all this sex stuff her face always gives it away like she'll be smiling but her face is like clenching her teeth smiling and it's super funny to me so sean asks <laughs> she goes she's looking at robert and she asked, she turns and asks annie if she's a freak and annie's like i don't even know like what does that word mean and so Robert, I don't know if I'm going to say it right, but Robert tries to explain in Spanish, saying like you're a slutty woman, so you're. Uh, and I think Lydia's in the the live, so she might be able to help me. But uh, puta, mude, did I say it right? Puta mude, and everyone starts laughing, right? Because he's like, but not a big one, just a, just a little bit, just a little bit, and that was his translation to being a a freak, and and he's like, well, you know. I'm not really a freak, but I'm open and I love sex. And she says that she's not bisexual. And even though she's been with three or four different women, um, she just is sexual, but she's not bisexual. So Robert was shocked. Apparently, he never heard that before. And <laughs> Belly said, "Uh oh, don't call me butthole. I know, because I—it's always derogatory, right? I don't even—I know that." um but i think it's hilarious so yeah i think that annie is open sexually and i think that annie enjoys it and she even said that she enjoys it she says she enjoys sexy dancing and she kind of did a little shimmy shimmy and freaky loca or caliente so I think, and I think it's okay. And I think that Robert, the reason why he's being that way is that he doesn't want the temptation. I think that for some people, they have to like block it in order to not partake in it. You know what I mean? And I, I think maybe perhaps he's learned from his mistakes and not that, you know, his history is a mistake, but he's grown up. Like he said, he's like 40 now, so he can't be running the streets because the 20 year olds are going to look at him like, what, what you doing? What you, what you doing here? What you doing here, granddad? Just kidding. You can be 40, go to the club. Um, So I thought that that was hilarious. And that was their, basically, their segment. It was all about their baby. It was all about their sex life. It was all about Annie being a little bit more open uh, with her sexuality than Robert is, even though Robert has a longer and more extensive history Um, his comments don't phase her, so he must be playing. Yeah, She, she knows her man, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, she knows her man, and she knows who she is, it seems like. And it seems like she's like, this is who I am, which I love about them. You married me for this way. And honestly, I think that he likes it. I think that she brings the spice that he enjoys. You know, it's that yin and yang business. Like, he wants to be Mr. Responsible. I'm the man. And she's like, yeah, be the man, but I'm going to also have fun and, you know, be the life of the party. And it's a good balance. Miss Elite says uh, they had the same issue on their last season. It seems like they're dragging this out. You think so? Um, I do. Here's what I'll say about the show. I do think that as we meet the cast members, they do get stuck into their storyline and there's no like growth to be a different way. But I also do know that these two are, they're so different, but they are actually one of my favorite couples now, you guys, like they allow their differences to be like strengths, you know, and where Annie is funny in one way, Robert's funny in another way. And it balances each other out as opposed to, I would say some of the newer couples where you're just like, wait, what, what's happening right now? You know, like think of, like the Yazan and is like, where, where would you go from there if they lasted? Because they're so different and so not trying to do things together, which I think is different um, with Annie and Robert. I think Annie and Robert have become, hey, Sin, you're new. Hey, my number one Canadian girly. Hey, I know you. Oh, thank you. Shout out uh, to Sin. She is amazing. She has done so much for me. She's editor extraordinaire, producer extraordinaire. She's just extraordinary. So shout out to you. I love you, heart. You guys know I don't know how to do the hearts, all that. Um, but I try. You know, I, I mean it from my heart. So that was done. Then we move on to Jenny and Samia. And I want to say, and don't you guys, for the new people in the live chat, don't forget there are three poll questions at the bottom of your screen. Make sure that you answer them so that we can get to them at the end of the show. So in the meantime, Jenny and Sumit, I'm just going to say this. Summit is a Yahoo boy. And if you don't know what a Yahoo boy is, look it up. And I'll sum this part up. He's a scammer. He's been a scammer. He will always be a scammer. And the end. You can't convince me of anything else because that's exactly what it is. And I'll talk about it in a minute. So Samit and Jenny have been together physically for a year now because of the pandemic. So she is able to continue to ex- extend her visa. And they continue and every month she has to do it, we find out, and they've continued to extend it for her. So now she's there. In the meantime, Sean's like, well you know, that must be hard because every month you don't know, they may say no. And she's like, yeah, they may say no. And then I will have to go back. But so far they haven't said no. And Sean's like, well, you could just get married. Y'all how long have we been watching submit and Jenny? Honestly, how long have we been watching them? How long has this been the issue? Last season, just last season, we found out that they could do, like, the speedy wedding, boom, boom, get married, don't have to get the parents involved, boom, 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 fix the thing. But no, Samit doesn't want to do it. That's why I say he's a Yahoo boy. And that's why I say he's totally scamming her. And I'm actually fearful for her because she is going to have a breakdown. And I'll tell you why. So, (sighs) Jenny says the reason why she why Smith doesn't want to get married is because he doesn't want to separate from his family Sean says well are you okay with that she said no but they don't elaborate well if you're not okay with that girl why are you still there why are you there because you say you've been with him for seven years if you've been with him for seven years and he's done all the stuff all the stuff to you where is your self-respect I'm sorry I love you Jenny I love your daughter. I love your family. I think you guys are great. You've been on the show. And I think you guys are wonderful. However, I feel like there might be an esteem issue here. Or like I have said in the past shows, I feel like she's put so much of her time into it that she feels like, like she said, if this doesn't work out, this is it for her. Okay, well, at least you'll have your self-respect, Jenny. Because this, okay, I need to pause and talk about this because now it's on my mind let's remember how they met they met as a catfish remember so they met on facebook submit had a picture that wasn't him it was like a supermodel she fell in love with the supermodel and then he's like oh by the way that's not me this is actually me and she's like oh that's okay because i fell in love with your spirit fine then you guys have this long distance relationship according to her since 2011. So we're in 2021. So that's 10 years, you wasted 10 years of your life, you're in your 60s now. And you fly over to India, okay, you're invited by his family to fly over to India. But both of you, Jenny, and submit lie to the parents as far as I'm concerned, and say, I'm the Facebook friend, I want to come and explore India, great family, come on. Family says, come on, she gets close to the mom. They hang out, they have tea, they explore India together, great. Oh, but by the way, I'm dating your your son, who is like 30 years younger than me. Of course, she's mad of the age, but she's mad because her first impression of you, you lied. How do you go back from that? You lied on her, you lied to her face, and then you spent time with her. Meanwhile, you had ulterior motives. Okay, so then there's that. Jenny gets kicked out by the family she has to go back okay so we're thinking you know let's say this is like two years ahead 2013 2014 when she goes and she comes back and in that time she's still talking to submit you guys but in that time submit has gotten married okay yahoo boy has gotten married Still in a relationship with Jenny, but oh, by the way, Jenny wants to do this reality show, let's do it, and he decides that he's going to do it and doesn't think he's going to get caught, okay? Then we see on the show that she goes there for the second or third time and goes there, gets confronted by his wife's family, his in-laws, and guess what? He doesn't stay with her. He leaves with the, with the wife. Okay, Yahoo boy, she leaves. Now, live chat, do you think that she goes back again? Well, obviously we know that she does because she's still there. She goes back for the fourth time, okay? After this, like how many lies, how many lies can one woman take, honestly? And now, knowing that he can get married but he's choosing not to, where is your self-respect? That's all I gotta say, like where is your self-respect he obviously doesn't love you like that, and I'll tell you what's going to happen. They brought on uh, Sana and Anil, which are his parents. They say, oh, Jenny's a good lady, but she's too old, right? The age difference is too much. I get one year, two years, five years, 10 years, but 20-plus years, it's too much, okay? They say, basically, they're waiting for Jenny and submit to break up, and that Sumit will then come back home. I believe that that's what they're doing, and I believe, you guys, that's exactly what's going to happen. It's not going to happen right away. What's going to happen is either she once the pandemic's over because, you know, y'all, the pandemic's not going to last forever. She's not going to be able to continue to extend, extend, extend. When the world opens up again, things are going to go back to normal. And guess what? They're not going to extend. And he's had plenty of time to marry her. So she's either going to have to go back because her visa expires or she's going to have to get married to him. Right. Guess what? Never going to get married. Never. He's never going to... I said it today. I don't even know what day it is. I just know it's Tuesday. He's not going to ever marry her. Belly's asking, why doesn't he come to America? Because Belly, he's never going to marry her. To come to America, he would have to marry her. And I think he has no intention of marrying her ever. I think that so this is like his first love, real love, right? That he chose on his own, which is different in his culture. It's not an arranged marriage, So he feels like he's done something on his own. I think that what's going to happen is that it's going to be five years down the road. He's going to get tired. He's only 32 right now. So five years down the road, he's going to be 37. Then he's going to want a family. Guess what? He's still young enough to have a family. He's going to break up with Jenny, or he's going to start another relationship and then break up with Jenny because that woman is pregnant and he's going to marry that woman. Mark my words, that's exactly what's going to happen. Because the simple fact that he can marry her now and is choosing not to because he chooses his family, his family's not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. So, what makes Jenny think that tomorrow? Or next year that they're going to get married what situation has changed because he told you from the get-go he's never going to be separated from his family miss elite says another word loneliness she acknowledged that she's old and she will have difficulty finding a man but you know what i think that that's insecurity on her part i think that jenny is like they said a lovely lady i think that she could find someone that's in her age bracket who wants to do the same things that she wants to do and not have the stress of a family that hates you because they, they hate you. Do you know what I mean? So I think that she just has to believe in herself more. And I think that she needs to stop fighting as much as she's fighting. So what we see on the show is that they bring on Smith's parents, uh, Sana and Anil, but also his brother, uh, Amit, and his brother's wife, uh, Sheree. And they all basically said when they met first met Jenny, they didn't know that they were in a her and submit were in a relationship, and that they didn't think it was going to go anywhere. They did hear the name Jenny, but they just thought it was a friend. Jenny freaks out. She freaks out. She freaks out. She's lying. You're lying. Oh, you're lying. Like that whole thing on Bears All, She's doing that whole thing. She's raising her voice, and Submit turns to her and says uh can you calm down and stop yelling i was like okay so his whole family is saying that they didn't know and i believe that that's true for them they didn't know it because Summit is a yahoo boy which equals scammer okay so i believe under false pretense he was like yeah this is just my friend And then Jenny wasn't going anywhere. So now he has to tell them exactly really what's happening. And that's why he's like stuck in the middle. Did you notice that he didn't say very much? Family said much. Jenny said much. He just sat there. Because liars, when they're faced with all the people that they lied to, they can't say much. So they stay quiet. Have you noticed that? It's true. Watch it. Watch someone who's a liar get confronted by more than one person. They're going to sit there because they can't say, you know, the five different stories that they told because then it's literally out there and you've told five different ones. So you just stay quiet and let them fight amongst themselves. Doo, 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 and hopefully you slide, you slide through it. That's exactly what's going on on this Bears All, okay? Then um, we see this is only part one. So we're going to see them come back again because there's so much to dive into with these two. We meet Sean, the producer. So not Sean the host, Sean the producer. And he's been their producer since day one. They bring him on. And Sean thinks that Samit's parents actually did know that Jenny was was the girlfriend. But when they invited her over to India, they didn't like how old she was. They didn't like how she looked. And so they felt that and now he thinks they're blocking out the fact that they actually knew that she came to be with smith which i don't necessarily agree with i think that they thought that she was the friend and i think that they thought they were inviting her over to yeah, stay with us you know when someone says i'm coming i'm coming to vancouver come on over to vancouver stay with me you know we'll show you the the city i think it was more like that right this is the friend and we're going to be hospitable and then Smith said, yeah, this is my friend, when he knew dang well that that was his woman. Y'all, Smith got married while he was filming 90 Day Fiance. Do you know the boldness of that? The boldness of that alone is incredible. Like that's that's the real skin. You know you have 90 days to get married, but you're already married national TV show, but you're going to do it anyways. And you had the audacity to think that you were not going to get caught. It's fascinating to me, y'all. It's fascinating. Um, so we find out also from Shonda Producer that Smith's parents never really wanted to be on the show. Uh, they felt like really, and this is my opinion, but they felt like it would have been a disgrace um, and disgraceful because their whole issue with Jenny is her age and all of that. Um, so it took quite a time. And I remember watching... And you remember, we were always hearing what the family wanted and hearing what the family was saying, but we'd never see them. I was like, let's just see the family. So I'm fi- I'm glad that that finally happened because now we can put a face to the whole thing. Uh, Lydia says, but he's never told her to hush like this time though. Trouble in paradise. Um, I want to say that this is the longest they've been together right in real life they spent a year together so maybe there's trouble but maybe really i think it's more they're on national tv all together and submit is always gonna side with his family which brings me back to my theory that he's never gonna be he's never gonna marry her and he's gonna get tired of her and she's gonna be much older than she is now and it's gonna break her so they flash back uh to season one the other way when jenny found out that submit was married and she had to break them and this broke my heart you guys it really broke my heart it's hard watching it she text, uh sean the producer uh she needed help and within a couple of days they were in india and she was alone this is after you guys remember watching where we didn't actually see the families there so submit's family and his wife's family confront him and Jenny. We didn't actually see it, we just saw the aftermath. Well, it's five days after that happened. Jenny hasn't left the apartment. She's been crying and alone and scared and in shock. And so she basically like flings herself in her arms of Sean the producer and is crying and can't believe it. and. She's all alone and she's scared in India. She doesn't go outside because she's scared to be outside by herself and Smith did everything for her, took care of her, did everything cooked for her. Luckily, there was a security guard that went outside and got her a Coke. <laughs> you guys, I was so feeling hurt. I felt so much empathy. And then when she said that she got a Coke and that was the highlight of her day, I just I don't know. It threw me out of my empathy. I was like, seriously? Seriously? You can't go outside and get a Coke because you're scared. Okay. Um, Then she says the situation is a total mess and she doesn't know what to do and she's just all alone. I was like, I know what you should do. You should pack your shit and go back to your family that loves you. That's what you should do because how many lives are you going to take from this dude? You can't love him that much where he literally disrespects you, he's married, and his father-in-law is talking crazy to you, and you're gonna sit there and say, you don't know what to do, but by the way, he cooks for me and he takes care of me and he's so good to me. What part of it is good to you? I'm I'm just curious. The disrespecting you, lying to your face, catfishing you, what part, like y'all, I hope you're gonna pick up what I'm putting down because I'm gonna try to make it PG. The only reason this woman, in my opinion, is staying in the situation. It's cause it's the best she's ever had. That because anything else doesn't make sense to me. What do you guys think? Am I on to something? Think about it. Cause what else could it be? Cause you know when you're when you're whipped like that your mind doesn't think straight because you look at the person and you only see that one thing. And all of a sudden you feel me sin, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You don't think right. You don't think right. You just think, Oh yeah, that's right. And you smile and you remember. So when it's that good, all the other stuff falls unfortunately to the side. And I think that that's what it is. Cause that's, that's the only thing it can be. It's the only thing it can be. So, um, the producers didn't know. Sean's like, How did you, like, how did we all not know that this dude is married? How did he get away with it? And they don't know. Producer was mad at him. I think he dropped a couple F bombs and telling his story. And he said, You know, I like Smith because, you know, I've been with him for day one, since day one, and producing them since day one. And I like him as a person, but like, as a person, he sucks, you know, like, he sucks. And what he did to Jenny was terrible. And the fact that, you know, there's a two-family feud, he's been married for... And, oh, this is the other part that I thought was crazy. So, someone was married for, like, a couple of years while Jenny was in America. So, in that seven years together, two and a half, three years, there was a marriage. So, you've kept this for some time and then when sean the producer was like yeah there would be days where we found out that he had two phones now we understand we'd we, be days where he would go off somewhere and we wouldn't know where he was and it was because he was going home to his wife and he talked about how they film. so they film a couple of weeks with one um couple and then they'll like go back to america and then they'll film a couple of weeks And any time something is, like, progressing in the relationship, that's when they'll go to that um, couple. So that's how someone was able to pull this off is because they're not – the cameras aren't there all the time. So, yeah, you could be like, hey, baby, you know, I've got this work thing. I've got to go away for work. So, like, I'm going to be away most of this time. You could pull that off for a couple of weeks every so often and your wife not think or your partner not think that anything is happening because that's what your job entails. And speaking of job, even the producer was like, no one even knows what Samit does for for work to this day. And again, I'm going to say Yahoo boy. His whole life is a Yahoo boy. His whole life is a scam. He's literally leading a double life. And no one knows. And whether he's married, the two phones, and now scamming Jenny into staying with him and not marrying him. I feel for her, y'all. I really do. Um, Crystal says two phones is never a good thing. And Sin says one for the plug, one for the club. (laughs) That's hilarious. So yeah, two phones, two phones is, is never a good thing. Unless you're like a real business person and you have your business phone and then your personal phone, it's the only time, but if you are like an entrepreneur, you know, the street words entrepreneur, and that's your business phone. Um, y'all might want to do what Hazel did with Tariq's phone and go ahead and scroll through it. Now I don't advocate that. I don't advocate that at all. But if your partner has two phones and no office to go to, but he's an, he or she's an entrepreneur, then You might have some questions. That's what I'm saying. Like, you might have some questions. And the other thing with the phone, if your partner, see, I told you yesterday on the show that I should be a doctor. If your partner has their phone, okay, in front of you, and you're together, let's say you guys are Netflix and chilling, and your partner does this, and you can't see, but my phone's sitting upside down, that's a bad sign. If your partner can't leave their phone this way to see all your alerts, it's a bad sign, okay? If your partner has their cell phone and the ringer is always off, that's a bad sign, okay? What else can I tell you about the cell phone situation? Oh, if your partner only responds to you after dark hours that's a problem okay i'm i'm kicking game to y'all kicking this is all these are all real these are all real things they'll help you you'll thank me in the future all bad signs okay now what can you do about it Or, yes, Miss Elite says, or when you realize that he mutes your incoming message, that's a bad sign, too. Danger, danger, danger. Yes. So here's what I'll say. If you feel like you have to go through your partner's phone, that should be the first red flag. And if you decide to go through it, make sure that you're mentally prepared to see what you find. And have the receipt. Because you, you're going to be in your feelings. So if you're going to be in your feelings, make sure you have the receipts. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're looking at a text message, This is, and I'm, I'm spitting game to you right now, because this is going to be something that's like, blow your mind. If you find a text message on your partner's phone, and it is shady, and you want to confront that person, make sure that you screenshot it, because if it's not there when you confront them, then... You don't, you're you're the crazy one. And we saw that with Tariq, try to spin it and say, I don't know why Hazel felt that she needed to go through my phone. See, somehow they're going to spin it. So make sure you have the receipts. Come correct if you're going to do all that. Now, for me personally, I don't have time for all that. I have to trust you. And believe that, hey, you're doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. Cool. We down, we down, we good. If it ever comes to the point where I'm thinking sideways, then I already know that that's going to be, you know, the almost towards foot out the door. So take the nuggets, put them in your pocket just in case you need them in the features. Miss Elite says, yup, show me the receipt so that I can return that ass back to the corner. The streets can have you. (laughs) Oh, I love the live chat. Okay. Okay. Can I say this, you guys? Oh, I need to say this in in straight face. I said it yesterday, and I'm going to say it again. There's so much 90-day tea that our 90 day fiance and welcome we have i think two new patreon subscribers don't have your names but you guys know who you are if you signed up in the last uh, couple weeks i just noticed a couple days ago so shout out to you guys but news and gossip tomorrow is going to be off the chain it's going to be off the chain and that's all I, I can say and if you're a subscriber i'm excited for you that's all i can say so the third couple that they had on bears was natalie and mike natalie was live and Mike was like pre-recorded. And before I get into that, I wanna say that they're gonna be a big part of our news and gossip. If you've been to any of our socials, you know I posted some Natalie stuff and a source today gave me such juicy gossip that I don't, I don't even know what to do with myself. And I don't see Amanda here. Am- Amanda. You have to be in our news and gossip tomorrow because it's going to blow your mind. This Natalie stuff is going to blow your mind. And and Lydia, all of you guys, all my day ones, you guys to be there tomorrow. So bring your adult beverage. We're going to be talking. And it's probably going to go over because this has been a bu- busy week. It's been a busy week. The Na- there's Natalie tea. There's OnlyFans tea. And y'all, I'm like, the OnlyFans stuff that I see. Everyone's on OnlyFans. And now I understand why they make money. Now I understand why they're making $30,000, dollars a month. Because what I saw with the 90-day cast members, uh, I get it. I, I get it. I, I saw so much stuff, you guys, that I just was like, I need to go sit down and be in a corner. And then... For tomorrow's tea, you guys, I have some Betty Ron tea, Brandon's parents tea, that when I heard this tea, when I looked at this tea, I had to, because I usually multitask, I had to, to sit down, look at what I was actually looking at, look at it again, and I... I've been sitting on it all day and I've wanted to do something, but I'm just so, I, you know, when like the Natalie tea I broke yesterday, I knew it was going to rock some people and people still talking about it and it's all over the place. But this Ron and Betty tea, it's going to blow your mind. I'm shook. Lydia, right? Are you shook? Cause I'm shook and it all totally makes sense. You know, okay, here's what I'll say. This will be a little tease. You know the when they say, and again it's gonna be my you know, I'm not good with sayings, but I try at least. But I think the saying is those thou those thou's those that protest too much, those those that protest too much, I think that's what it is, those that protest too much are probably protesting for a reason. You know what I mean? Like when someone is like freaking out because they think that you're cheating on them, they say. That's the saying. Nine times out of 10, they're cheating on you, and that guilt is making them crazy. So keep that in mind when I when I tell you about this Ron and Betty tea. On that note, let's get back to Natalie. So <clears throat> Natalie's complaining because that's what she does, and they show a clip of her coming to the horror house, the kind of house that you see in movies. And she says that she was catfished by Mike. And she said that Mike Photoshopped the photos of his house. So when Sean said, like, you guys have been together for two years. Have you never seen pictures of the house? And she says that Mike Photoshopped it to make it look better and bigger than it was. First of all, Mike did not do that. We've seen who he is. He's not Mr. Tech High... Woot woot. I'm gonna do my edit. I bought Photoshop. Let me quickly take a picture of my place and Photoshop that. And like, he's not doing all that. He's you know, blue collar mic, beer drinking mic, chill mic. He's not, he's not that dude. So you lost me there. Belly says, exactly. Who catfishes their house? And Lydia says, Natalie's full of crap. She really is. And this. Bears all made me not like her. And you guys know I like I try to like all of them, everyone. But this one got under my skin because the way she's trying to twist it and make it like Mike's the bad guy blows my mind. It blows my mind. It blows my mind, and I just think it's not nice. And how she talks down to him, not nice. I just – I don't like how she's acting. I'll say that. I don't like how she's acting, and I don't like how she speaks to people. So – she says that Mike made the place look better than it was. And Sean's like, well, you know, like, what what's up with you, though? Because, you know, you called him low class. You called him a low class drunk. And, you know, like, why would you do that? And she, she didn't have an answer. She skipped over that. But what they did show was the continuation of the fight. Now, this was the thing that I was just like, oh, no, you're a mess. So we know that they had that fight on the last episode where she called him a bunch of names, really broke his heart. You could see it in this, like, he, he, his heart dropped out of his chest. I said this the other day. And he was just sad. And that's why he didn't want to kiss her. And that's why he's like, you know what? I just want to have peace. Like, that's what he wants. But this woman, I was about to say the B word, this woman just is nonstop belittling him nonstop complaining I mean how do you love someone that calls you fat calls you an alcoholic calls you low class all this stuff and then and then turns around to you're the one that that changed so they showed a continuation of that fight that we saw the other day where producers were driving off somewhere off to town or wherever they were going and Natalie had jumped out of the vehicle and was screaming at him Because she said that he was trying to force her to drink. Now, at first, I was like, oh, damn. Is is he cracking open a beer in the car and and asking her to have a beer with him? Like, are we doing the drinking and driving thing? Because that's super weird. And I get why she'd be upset. But you guys, it was not that. It was not that. It was not that. He was basically like, hey, we should go out and have some drinks. And all of a sudden, she doesn't drink anymore, you guys. And she freaked out. He was driving, like, two miles an hour beside her as she was screaming at him, saying, you know, stop forcing me to drink. Stop making me drink. It's all about the alcohol. That, that, that. Like Just losing it, like, losing her friggin' mind. And she walks off into a park. And, you know, this guy has the patience of I don't know who what some type of buddha okay patience like a buddha because in my mind if i was driving that truck i would have been like deuces and i would have left her i would have left her until i was ready to come back and maybe i wouldn't even have come back maybe it would have been like hey you know what you got out of my car you figure it out here's my address figure it out hope you hope you get back if not that was your choice like i would have left her the way she was acting and it sounds terrible i would have left her Because, no, he parked his car. She went off into some park. Not only did he park his car, y'all, he got a jacket for her because it was cold just automatically and wrapped it around her shoulders, then wrapped his arm around her, was super calm and said, you know, I don't understand. Like, why don't you just want to have a a beer with me? I I, I don't understand. Like, now that you're in America, you don't want to drink. And I just want to know why. Super calm. That's all he said. Super calm. Ah, she freaks out. Freaks out. No, I don't drink anymore. You know this. We talked about that. Like, okay, Natalie, I, for one, saw when you landed and he booked that beautiful uh, Airbnb for you, brought in all that amazing food, and popped the champagne bottle. I remember you taking your champagne glass to your lips and sipping it and looking at him with googly eyes. So how do you not think he's confused that you, her words, don't drink because alcohol makes you sick and your body suffers for it? Explain that to me. Explain that to me because that makes no sense whatsoever. You were drinking last week hey, Amanda, and all of a sudden you don't drink today, and you were drinking every time we were in Ukraine, visiting you, but you don't drink today. And not only do you not drink, which is fine, that can be your choice. You could be like, hey, you know what? I've given up alcohol. Do that. Don't be like, you're forcing me to drink. You're an alcoholic. Like, Natalie, my mom says never to say this because it's like, it's a bad thing to say in african culture but i'm gonna say natalie shut up zip it i don't want to hear any more about this drinking thing if you choose not to drink if you choose to be a vegetarian if you choose to live your life a specific way go ahead and do that but don't you dare force that on someone else who's a grown-ass man that can make his own decisions who's been living 35 years without you making his own decisions. Don't you dare put your values and beliefs on him and then turn around and tell him that he's the bad low-class person. Because if anyone is being low-class right now, it's the way you're acting, period, end. So thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Drink if you want to, don't drink if you don't want to, but don't force people to do something that they clearly do or do not want to do. Doesn't make sense to me. And Natalie's way is not the only way. And again, I want to say that Natalie T for tomorrow, when I tell you the T, this will all make sense. This will all make sense to you. And you guys remind me that I said that so I can tie it all together. And you'd be like, I get it, Linda. I get why she is the way she is. So... um. That was, the, that was them. The, it was a big fight. It was all about alcohol. It was all about Natalie saying that he's changed and he really hasn't when indeed she's the one that has changed. And she's changed because she thinks that she wants a specific lifestyle and she her way is the best way. And we even heard her say it in the latest episode where she really wants Mike to listen to her and to listen and do what she says to do. He's not your son. He's supposed to be your partner. So allow him to have his own mind. That's what I said. So that's what happened, you guys. We had a little bit of sex. We had a little bit of lies. And we had some alcohol. Sex, drugs and alcohol. You know what I mean? It was a it was a rock star show. It was so good and there was a lot of drama. And there's going to be more drama tomorrow on our news and gossip we're going to be here same time same place in the meantime you guys tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend Uh, we're trying to build up our youtube make sure you subscribe to all things 90 day the melanated way and we are going to have evelyn on a special day thursday and that will be eight o'clock as well so tune in for that so we've got news and gossip tomorrow for our premium subscribers and then, on Thursday, we have that special one-on-one interview with Evelyn. Let's take a look at the polls. Make sure you've answered the question questions, and we will get to it right now. So, the first question was, is submit a Yahoo boy with a, ooh, ooh, poll, let me give it a minute. People still voting, still voting. All right, is submit a Yahoo boy? With 77.8% of the vote, yes, 100%. With 22.2% of the vote, no, he's just scared of disgracing his family. My vote would be, you know, you know who you are. Smith, you know you're a Yahoo. Yahoo! Um, Then the second question is, is Natalie expecting too much from Mike? With 100% of the vote, yes, she's too demanding. That was it. The other option was no, she knows what she wants. So 100% of the vote said yes. Natalie is expecting too much, she's too demanding. And last but not least, do you think Robert and Annie will last? With 100% of the vote, yes, they've got this. And I agree with you guys 100%. They've got this, they're not too different. Thank you for answering the questions, you guys. Thank you for joining me in the live chat. If you're watching this on the YouTube replay, or if you're watching this on so girly.com, which is my call to action, you guys. You see that at the bottom of your screen, call to, to action. We did the soft launch of Linda so which is all things under my girly brand. There's merchandise. There's spirituality. There's fitness. There is um, fashion, lifestyle, trends. You name it. It's going to be a one-stop hub. So definitely take a minute to check it out. And uh, stay connected with me, you guys. Until tomorrow, good night. Bye, y'all.